Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I'm Anthony Moore, and I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church located in Fort Washington, Maryland. Grateful to God for all of you who are on this call for wherever you are calling from. It is my honor and privilege to start my day with you and to know that welcome you to Wednesday in the Word, where we start at at 6 a.m. in the morning and um, make our way all the way to 7 this evening. Um, I do want to continue our discussion, if you all would pull out your notes, since we continue to, to wrestle with this whole idea about God's responding or the lack thereof in terms of response. And um, we continue to learn and grapple with some things that the Word of God teaches us. Um, It is important that, as I stated initially, that our theology around God and His answering of prayers is correct. It's very important that our theology around God and him answering prayer be correct. And so we establish on the front end of our conversation that God answers all prayers, even though we may not see what we are praying for being manifested. Um, so we set our minds straight on this one particular piece that the enemy would try to, in fact, use to keep us from communing with he who deserves so much to hear from his creation. And that is God hears and he answers all prayers. What we've been wrestling with is How should we respond to praying when God says no or wait? Not yet. The question was, how then should we respond? And one of the things that we determined is rather than sulking and pouting when we, in fact, do not see what we've been praying for manifested is that we need to really do a check on ourselves. We determined last week that the primary reason why prayer is unanswered um, is because of unconfessed sin. Unconfessed sin. That was a primary reason, and we walked through that. We talked about if if we're not walking in the way or if we are harboring um, enmity in our hearts towards our brothers or our sisters, or if we ask for things with the wrong motives, then we can expect God not to answer our prayer because he doesn't hear us. Um, And so I wanted to make sure that we had that as the primary reason. Today I want to give another reason why prayer seems to go unanswered why prayer seems to go unanswered. Another reason why prayer seems to go unanswered is that the Lord is drawing out
out of our faith a deeper reliance and trust in him, which should bring out of us a deeper sense of gratitude, love, and humility. So another reason why prayer seems to go unanswered is that the Lord is drawing out of our faith a deeper reliance and trust in him, which should bring out of us a deeper sense of gratitude, love, and humility. Um, this causes us to benefit spiritually. And here's why. Because he gives grace to the humble. He gives grace to the humble. In James chapter 4, verse 6, in James 4, verse 6, he says, but he gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. In Proverbs 3, verse 34, he says, Toward the scorners he is scornful, but to the humble he gives favor. I, I can only imagine what that... Um, Canaanite woman over in Matthew chapter 15 who cried out incessantly to our Lord for mercy when he in fact um, was visiting the region of where she resided. If you look at Matthew chapter 15 and specifically verses 21 through 28 and this is what it says. She was a Canaanite woman. She said, and Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, the Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she's crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. Now, this Canaanite woman was hardly the person a Jewish rabbi would pay attention to. She was not a Jew. She was a Canaanite, which was considered to be a half-breed. She was a woman. Um, two reasons that Jews ignored her. The Lord doesn't seem to answer her petition when we read this. 
But interestingly, he knew all about her situation. And I want to suggest to you that he may not have answered her stated needs immediately, but still he heard and granted her request. Uh, the, the reading that we get says, and he answered her not a word. But that does not negate the fact that she, in fact, um, um, had stated what she needed. Jesus knew what she needed even before she asked. And though she was a Canaanite and though she was a woman, two reasons why a rabbi priest would ignore her, she did not allow it to impede upon her faith. She stated what her needs were. It appears that God did, Jesus did not hear her, but he answered her stated needs immediately. He heard her request and he granted it. Now that's the interesting piece for me um, because one of the reasons why prayer may go unanswered is that the Lord is drawing out of our faith a deeper reliance and trust in him. God, God may often seem silent to us, but he never sends us away empty-handed. I got up early this morning just so I could give that to somebody. I don't know who I'm talking to. God may... He may, he may seem and appear to be silent to us, but he never sends us away empty-handed. That woman in Matthew chapter 15, um, it, it appears, it appears that the Lord doesn't answer her petition, but he knew all about her situation. And he may not have answered her stated needs immediately, but he heard and granted her request. God may often seem silent to us, but he never sends us away empty-handed. Even if prayer has not been answered, we've got to rely upon God to do so in his own time. Could it be that the reason that your prayer has seemed to go unanswered is that the Lord is drawing out of you a faith that is a, has a deeper reliance and trust on him? Even the exercise of prayer is a blessing to us. And that's because of our faith that we are stirred to persist in prayer. It is Faith that pleases God. Hebrews 11 verse 6 tells us, And without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And if our prayer life is wanting, does that not reflect our spiritual standing also? God hears our impoverished cries for mercy, and his silence 
inflames us with a sense of persistence in prayer. He loves us to reason with him. And so I want to challenge us, you all, to hunger for the things that are after God's heart. Let us walk in his ways and not our own. And if we're faithful to pray without ceasing, then we are living in the will of God. And that, my brothers and sisters, can never be wrong. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 through 18 says this, Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. There are some persons I need us to intercede for on today, and I need to ask you to help me to pray today, if you will. I need you to help me to pray for these persons that the Lord has given unto us that, in fact, need our intercession. I'm going to ask you all to pray for Pastor Joseph Samuel. He's requesting prayer for he and his family in Kenya. Um, praying for Sister Mary Davis and Doretha Williams and Deacon Evelyn Mack, for Martina Baxter, Associate Pastor Talia White, for Sister Mary Little Irvin, we're praying. Sister Angela Jones, her husband, we're praying. Today I'm going to ask you all to help me pray for Ruth Ann Major. We want to pray today for Pastor Rodney Ruffin. Um, praying today for Pastor Thurm James. I want to ask you all to help us pray to intercede on behalf of Stephanie Winslow Poole, who had a kidney transplant. I want to pray for Pastor John Robinson. We lift in prayer today Dr. Joseph Jones, who is traveling to South Carolina for the transitioning of his mother. We're praying today for Pastor Lincoln Barrows, who's battling pancreatic cancer. Pastor Stephen Tucker, we're praying for him. Christy and Garen Thielen, we're praying for them and their company and praying for UBS Group in Georgia. I'm praying for couples, for husband and wives, that the enemy is attempting to attack the relationship, the institution of marriage. We're praying today for the sick. I'm praying today for those of you who are on this call and have needs, believing that God is going to meet those needs. Because his word says God supplies all of our needs. Father, in Jesus' name, today, it is our greatest honor, God, to be able to come to you through the vehicle of prayer. Thank you for making it available to us, granting unto us access to your throne of grace allowing us that we might come boldly before the throne of grace. God, we know that we could not come without the blood of Jesus, 
that cleanses us white as snow. Thank you for the justification that he gives unto us that we might be able to approach you. God, we come saying, please forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of our sins, for they are many, God. We pray that you'll restore unto us a clean heart and renew within us a right spirit. God, we lean heavily upon your Holy Spirit to guide and direct us. So today we come, God, with requests that are being um, offered and we're interceding on behalf of because we need you. We already know we can't do anything without you. And so, Lord, I pray today that you would, in fact, have your way, meet the needs. And, Lord, we, in fact, are doing the necessary check to make sure that we do not have any unconfessed sin. God, we're making sure that we're walking in your way and we're not harboring any enmity in our hearts towards our brothers and our sisters, and that we're not asking for things with wrong motives, God. God, we in fact understand that you are stirring up our faith and drawing out of us a deeper reliance and trust in you. And so, Father, we in fact depend totally on you and your word, God. And we already know, God, that all things are working out for the good of them who love you and are called according to your purpose. We already know, God, you have our best interests at heart. And so we give to you our circumstances today. We give it to you now and ask that you have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, listen, you all, let me thank you so very much for your attention on today. I appreciate you all. I do want to give one note of clarity. I said to you all that the primary reason why prayer is unanswered is unconfessed sin. And I want to give one card of clarity here. I did not say that the primary reason why prayer is unanswered is because of sin. Here's the truth. All of us have sinned. But when you are so haughty in your in your thinking that you don't need to confess your sin, then you may have a problem. So the primary reason prayer is unanswered is because of unconfessed sin. All of us have sinned and fallen short. But I dare not come to the throne of God without recognizing that I have faltered on along the way. Listen, I love you all much. Giving you some principles today. We've also interceded on behalf of others. Thank you for your time. On your mark, get set. Let's grow. I want y'all to have a great day on purpose. God bless you now.